This is the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Stock up with Bud Light for game days and check out Budweiser's limited edition Copper Reserve. Please drink responsibly. They're going to run and get that boot. This game's still alive, and the Hawks have a first down. Who wants to talk football? It's Ronnie Wingo, number 20. Touchdown, Arkansas. They talked the bar. This is the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Is Nick actually busy, or yeah. does he just appear to be busy? I'm busy. Or does he just have us all tricked into believing? I'm headed he's to. Busy? I'm headed. I'm headed to High Springs right now. I just have to make a pit stop here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to the finals? Yeah. Now, Arkansas, are you? Are you? Are you in the finals at all? No, man. I'm not okay. that good. <laughs> but you work. Did you work any of the semis? No, man. I'm not that good. Did you work any state tournament? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. No, if, if he didn't just, work any state tournament, he might think that you know someone's no, I just on took his way the week out. Off. Just took the week off. Yeah. Oh man, that so, was yeah. Well, though, honored to be a part of. Listen, Nick's got stuff going on all the time, and so that's why because I'll get a text message from Nick the day before he's supposed to come in and say, well, "Man, the morning of, I got you know something uh, something going on. Man, no, I'm hurting. Man, I'm, I was about to say that's not true. I actually have not in the last six to eight months. I haven't hit you and said I had something going on. It's been more of, hey, like, I feel like crap. But I always tell you, hey, if you really need me, I'll come in when I feel like crap, and I'll still come in. Mm. Are you saying that the text is a lie or the fact that I'll come in feeling like crap is a lie? (laughs) Or or is it D, all of the above? Yeah. There we go. Well, D, just, Johnny, all of the above. I, I was just looking at all the uh, all the texts that you had sent to me. And no, they were, they were all dealing with your yeah. injured wrist yeah, or hand or whatever. Going yeah. on but I noticed every time you've come in, too, though, you've had less of a cast on. It seems like now, you or is that the same cast that you've had on? No, no, no. It okay. is. It's it's. Is it doing all right? It's less. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. so tell everybody again how you broke your hand for those just getting in because some – some might actually believe the story we've been telling, which you got into a bar fight and nearly killed a man, and that's oh. how you broke your hand. Well, we all know the story. I mean, he was shaking too many hands on Gucci Row. That was that it? Okay. Hey, Gucci Row. yeah, look, look. <laughs> you were all look. over TV, man, and Twitter, by the way. Look, if you want to win, put me on Gucci Row. Mm. Uh, but no, to make a to, to make a long story longer, uh, I, was, I was actually on my way to Fort Smith and to do this – great radio show it was raining couldn't really see and we hydroplane hit the median then after we hit the median we fell a hundred feet off of like the side of uh the side you could have just said you were in a car road no nah, i had to explain <laughs> it and then but the funny part about it is when we hit the median i didn't hurt myself and as we were kind of falling off the cliff, a lot longer than I'd planned on. I it. really didn't hurt myself. I hurt myself trying to get out, and I broke my hand trying to get out of a door that was locked. I should have just unlocked it instead of just trying to bang <laughs> well, my way out. Well, here's yeah. the thing, in Nick in Nick's defense, though, if he just says it's a car wreck, that could mean a yeah. fender bender. You got to be able to because there's different levels of it. You're right. So yeah. that's why I'm there's I'm levels all, to this. Right. I'm all for it. So which which is more interesting, hearing that story or talking about last night's basketball game? Oh, definitely my story. <laughs> Think so for, for I, sure. I, I don't for disagree. Sure. And, te- and telling different variations of it each hour yeah. was a lot more. Pre- hey, I want to say this, and we as Razorback fans have been on this this firing thing. Like we just want everybody fired. Well, Can we get the Drew brother fired? Man, and he, he, when I'm saying <laughs> the Drew brother, of course, the head coach of Vanderbilt, his family, they're all coaches. 
and he has brothers and a dad yes. and all that. <laughs> we got to get him up out of here. And and he's not even – Is, he the, is go, he the problem? Uh, you ain't the solution. What? Okay, okay, hold I'm, on, I'm hold just on. asking. I was, I was asking somebody this yesterday. If Daniel Gafford is out for the season, do the Razorbacks not win one conference game? Like, I don't believe that. I believe they win at least one conference game yeah, against they, somebody. They, Hell, they clearly probably Vandy. Vandy, yeah. Vandy twice. Yeah. But if Daniel Gafford is injured or take any one player off of anybody's basketball team in the SEC and they still win at least a game. Uh, well, here, no. He, he has, if he goes 0 and 18. He has got to go. Yeah, you like, have to. There has to be some type of SEC rule. You know how a couple years ago, Kraft, <laughs> they were talking about the uh, the RPI was so bad, and now you can't schedule teams outside of the top whatever. The league has to come together and say, if you go 0-18 in this league, you're done. You're out, You can and you can't come back. So you can't come back on somebody else's staff here in a year or two. 0-18? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was I was talking about this uh, with some people last night that if because they're going to go zero and eighteen, they got yeah, LSU on the they, road. Yeah. So at the very end of the season, they're going to go zero and eighteen. You know the last team to go over in conference and SEC play, the last team to go over, Georgia Tech in nineteen fifty three. Like he, that's how he long. has and, got to be fired. I agree with you, and I don't I feel like you. there is enough people saying he has to be like, like what? No, I I couldn't believe I don't that care that, that was a team last night or they're, attempting to be a team. There has to be some 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 understandables. There has to be some absolutes in collegiate athletics. Yeah. There just does. And that's one and of them. Yeah. Somewhere Kevin Stallings is having a nice laugh and a cocktail over all this. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got did he get fired at Pitt too? Well, yeah, he got fired too. So I mean he No, he went over at Pitt, I believe. Yeah, or if he and was just as Do you bad. know what happened? He got fired. Yeah. yeah. He just kinda ran him out there. And I wanna good. say, hey Ty, hey, look this up. I think I think he got fired year one. Kevin Stallings at at Pitt. I think exactly. he got fired yeah, like year, year one, one because year two, he went over. Yeah. But but I just want to say this one more time: if you go zero and eighteen in the SEC, come on now, you're not playing the Warriors and yeah. the two thousand Lakers every night. He has got to be fired hey, at the end of this season. Even your team went two and fourteen when you were playing with the Razorbacks. Yeah, and I mean that was a, that was a pretty rough year too. So that so I guess the big news not it, because the game ends up forty last night. The big news has got to be Nolan, right? Yeah, that's the big news today. Yeah, it is, and I think uh, we got because I have some theories on this. Oh, I got thoughts and theories too. Nolan Richardson, in case Me you too. in case you missed it, the U of A is putting forth a, a resolution for naming Bud Walton's court after Nolan Richardson. Now, the U of A system board of trustees meets later this month, March twenty seventh and twenty eighth. They're going to discuss it and vote on it to see if it actually happens. So this all came out well, yesterday. It's going to happen. Well, I mean, hey, I never say for sure until it actually happens. I'm for hoping sure, it bro. does. It's for sure. I'll I'm tell ho- you this. I for sure know this would not be coming out if it's, if it was not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I for sure know if somebody made the mistake of putting this out before it's going to happen, they are for sure fired. Yeah. But, ain't no mistake. I mean, the U of A put the release out. Right, right. Yeah. But but I'm saying, yeah, so there's 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 no way that they put this out to then turn around and say, oh, went to the board. They didn't voted get no. a vote. Voted no. Yeah. No, I, I, these I, individuals voted well, no. Nah. Yep. The board said no. There's hey, not a chance yeah, of that. It, it's going to be like unanimous. You know, already, I'm just telling you now, it's a unanimous decision. I hope so. I hope you're right. Is it, no, is it, it, ain't no doubt. Is it public record who votes for what whenever these things like happen? I believe so, but normally we wouldn't care. In this case, if someone was a dissenting vote, 
we would all want to know who and why. Even if it was like, I don't even know how many people are on this thing, eight, ten, but even if it was like nine to one, we'd all want to know. Yeah. Who that one person was. Yeah. yeah. I will and say, why. Why would you vote no? I will say this. I've seen a lot of people coming out saying, oh, it's time, and there's not going to be anybody that's against this. Now, that's not true either. No. There are there, still. There are some fans against it, but I can't see anyone on the board of trustees against it, Nick. Yeah, I agree with that. But but hold on. I don't see anybody on the board of trustees voting against it. Yes, okay, publicly. Is there somebody on the board that's against it? I would vote yes on yeah. that. Okay. I yeah. can't tell you who But they're but, not gonna put their but, name beside no, that no, in a no, public no, no, vote. No. 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 That'd be that'd be that'd be dumb. No. But why the timing? Almost like hiring a coach before an athletic yeah. director. But the, 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 this the is, timing. There's two things. There's two theories that I have this because here's the thing. It, you had an opportunity to have it on Saturday and have it announced. You had it when every, everything was in a frenzy, when everything was going on. Something happened since Saturday, guys. Something happened. Something changed. There is no way you can tell me that the University of Arkansas and the marketing department Listen. and everybody involved said the plan is to have this whole long, big old ceremony this weekend, and then a couple days later we'll send out a press release saying that we're going to name the court no, no, after no. Nolan. It's because... Theories. These are you know, we're, yes, you know, speculating. No one's telling. You know, I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and t- because the marketing department doesn't decide to put the name on the floor. The AD does not decide. Nolan's name goes on the floor. We think that Hunter Urechek can make this decision. Now he could pump the brakes. He could slow it down. Maybe he could put his foot on the gas and speed it up. But Hunter Urechek can't do this. And as we're seeing through this process, the chancellor can't either. But who started it? Who who, at least from the public perception, initiated all of this? The students? Joseph Steinmetz. Because he's the one taking, who can take a proposal to the board? Yeah. We, we've all forgotten the very key step here that we, you know, we brought this up last week and someone said, ah, oh, you know, someone called him, no, you don't have to do that. Of course you do. Just like they changed Baumwalker Stadium 30 days ago, who approved that? The board of trustees? You think you're putting Nolan's name on the floor without a board vote? Now, could this have been done... 30 days ago, and it been a public celebration this past weekend? Absolutely. Is the timing poor? Absolutely. Is this overdue? Absolutely. But you've got a chancellor in charge, an AD in charge, and all of that has to go uphill to the board of trustees. And you got a chancellor that's not from Arkansas, not been around the program for decades, right? He wasn't elevated from within. He was brought from the outside. AD saying they don't have I don't think they really had the feel or the understanding from the fans and the former players and just everybody how important this was to the fan base how could he not how could they not everywhere Hunter your check is gone someone's brought up naming the court after Nolan well every place he's gone he said that was one of the main that no I'm not assuming that he said it himself that when he was going around to all these rallies and all these uh, places and events where he was giving discussions he's like the thing that people bring up to me more than anything is getting Coke products back, getting <laughs> the slobber hog on the court, getting yeah, I no it was one's a on slobbering the slobbering hog. Well, no, he was saying all these things that a lot of fans have wanted for a while. He says that this is, these were the op- things that people come up to me and said, "When's this going to happen? How's this going to happen?" And I just I have a hard time believing that they were just when Saturday and all that stuff happened and, that they were just like, "Wow, wow, people really want this." I I I don't buy that. I'm saying man, something. I'm telling I, you, you you get in these roles as like a chancellor, or whatever you're. Your head gets buried in so many things going on, and we think that the chancellor's so zeroed in on academic or in athletics when he's got the, like a whole university to run 
I'm just telling you, I don't think they were as clued in as the rest of us about how important this was to the people. I don't know. I, I have a hard time believing that. Because, really? I, listen, I understand that they got a lot more bigger fish to fry than to put Nolan's name on the court. But you can't tell me Do that. Oh, I'm just saying that. I mean, you are there more important? And, and of I course say that, there are. Well, yeah, well, hold on, hold on. Yes, because, because all but those. But it goes back to what you just said. What are the people wanting? And you're there to serve. People want wins. The people. They want wins. That's what they want. First, foremost, second most, third most, whatever. Follow the show on Twitter at HitThatLineAR. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Now he does a tightrope act. Boy, Houdini's in the house. We're at number three, and nobody's home to watch that house. Touchdown, Hogs! Here's what Athletic Director Hunter Yurichek had to say in their press release yesterday. He said, Coach Nolan Richardson led the Razorbacks to 13 NCAA tournaments, including back-to-back Final Fours and the 1994 National Championship, as well as multiple conference and conference tournament championships. Just this past week, their 25th anniversary celebration of the NCAA title, I had an opportunity to witness the tremendous passion, excitement, and affection Coach Richardson engenders among our former players, coaches, and fans. And while I know that many anticipated that we would utilize the anniversary of that championship to recognize Coach Richardson. His legacy is much larger than a single team or a single championship. We wanted all of his players and assistants, coaches and staff members, and Razorback fans to have an opportunity to join us next season as we formally dedicate Nolan Richardson Court. Now, this was the whole thing that I found more curious about this, because I'm happy that they're naming the court after Nolan. I think that we have all been wanting it. It, it. He deserves it. It all seems right. This is the way it needed to be. But the timing of it is something that I can't help but wonder about. Because I'm telling you right now, just imagine this. On Saturday, when Arkansas was playing Ole Miss, and at halftime they had this celebration where some players came out, and Nolan Richardson gave a speech and all that. Imagine Hunter Yurchek then grabbing the microphone and then saying, Coach Richardson, we appreciate you coming out, all your former players. We love the fact that you were able to celebrate with us, all this stuff, and then come out and say, and we want everybody to know out there right now that next season we will be dedicating this court to Nolan Richardson and putting his name on this court. And the place would go nuts. All the players would come up to Coach Richardson and hug him. He would say, appreciate the fan. I mean, everybody, it was like you had a great opportunity to do that right there. Let me ask you and a And instead, question. you waited a couple days to send a press release out. Let me ask you a question. And, and I don't know this, and I'm not even speculating, but does anything have to do with the fact that Arkansas won that game? Because, you know, if Arkansas doesn't beat Ole Miss – and they do lose out, then you're talking about what they were 0 and 10 over the last 10 or whatever. Um, and and which and there are some people that think that okay, Mike is going to have to be around for the court to be named after Nolan next year because Nolan may not show up or he may have an attitude or whatever the case may be. So, do you think any of it had to do with the fact that okay, Arkansas is for sure going to keep Mike because he won that game? Because I am still at the belief there was no way you can keep somebody that ended the year 0-10. I agree. Or 0-9 or whatever the case may be. Even even if you didn't have plans on firing him, you would have had, you would have had to fire Mike if he would have ended the season losing all the way out. Yeah. And so I'm curious on how much that went so, into it. Probably not, probably not just a ton, but I do think there were so many factors that that – 
you know, that the fans didn't know or that we couldn't just put our hands on. I mean, I know y'all think that Steinmetz and Juracek were just in touch and had their finger on the pulse of the fan base. I think Saturday was a wake-up call to these guys. I really do. And that's and sad I, I, if it was. I, I, that, that, that's what I believe, just, just outside looking in. This had been in the works and put it put the brakes on, but then you know they weren't sure whether they, they had certain people or maybe some donors. We keep hearing about the old money was standing in the way, but I think the voice of the people, the, the, the common fan, rang through on Saturday. And I think I think they were just out of touch with a lot of things. And if, if was that, sat, do you think Saturday, you think I'm way off base that Saturday was a wake up call for these guys? I do for Steinmetz and for Urich. I do think you're way off base. I do. And because here's the thing, we're never going to know. We're speculating about it. I'm just going off of what my logic reasoning says. Because the timing makes no sense. Exactly. And that's that's why I think something happened. Something had to have changed since Saturday. Saturday's what changed. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So they had Saturday in the works for how long? Does anybody know? Well, I mean, yeah, it was probably a, close to a year. I bet Kevin Trader yeah, been working on it. It was the 25th anniversary. So, right. Yeah. And, didn't sneak up on him. And, and once again, you can't just you can't just say, hey, we're going to name the court after Nolan. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a – this isn't a promotional deal the way you can put together something like Saturday or any other promotional thing that they do. So, now, I'm not saying something didn't happen, but I think we can look – further back than just Saturday, like something happening prior to that. Because even if something happened two months ago, even at that point in time or whatever, if you just if you looked at where Arkansas's basketball season was just at that point, and that's another thing or whatever, like where Arkansas was and it wasn't looking too bright and people are talking about, hey, you're not going to make the NCAA tournament, you need to fire Mike Anderson, whatever the case may be. That wasn't the time to be like, oh, hey, well, we're going to name the court after Nolan. At least I didn't think so. In the midst of all of that, so I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. I do think that something may happen, but I don't think it's necessarily was something happened since Saturday, and somebody spoke up or something happened, and then from there it's where they changed their mind. The reason I believe that is because I'm just hoping, and I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt to Hunter Yurchek and everybody up there, that it doesn't just happen Saturday, and you felt like you just that was the one thing that made you say, "Oh, okay, wow." I guess these people really do want the court named after Nolan. All right, well, then let's go ahead and do it. If so, that's very poor planning and a poor performance by them. Because even if they haven't been around and they haven't been, you know, what, for a year or a couple of years or whatever, and Hunter Yurchak and some of these admit, you tell me somebody like Kevin Trainer hasn't come up and talked to him about this or anybody else that's been within the U of yeah, A or any board of trustees yeah. or any big donors that have talked to Hunter Yurchak and have mentioned these things and him going around to different clubs, hearing about it. I just, listen, I have a hard time believing that he is just that out of touch. And if he is that out of touch, then he needs to fix that. But I just have a hard time believing that the athletic director and Hunter Yurchek that out of touch with the fans. I just, I just can't. But how many fans, honestly, are you really engaging with in these road trips and these, these bus stop tours? And I mean, you, it would be like us trying to say, well, everyone on Twitter is, represents the fan base. If we just read our mentions here and, and everything tweeted at us, that's how the fam. Well, we would we would be way off base. So you gotta you gotta measure a lot of different things when you're in these positions. You can't overreact to one thing or another. But it seems like Saturday, I don't say they're knee jerking, but a, a, something happened. Whether it was Saturday and the feel of that, the former players and and a couple of them wearing shirts about naming the court after Nolan. I mean, there was clearly. 
a strong public sentiment following that. And I think it's gotten stronger as Sunday and Monday and this week has unfolded on Sports Talk Radio that this is what the majority of the fan base wants. This is what people feel is the right thing to do. And there's really, when you sit down and say the reasons to do it, kind of like a pro-con list, you put that in a column on the left, and start naming me the reasons on the right that you should not make this decision. Not very many you can put on that list. Well, now, the first two people would say the way he left and, you know, the fact that he hey, sued the university. Get get past that, and then what? Well, those are two. And, was, and once again, if, this if isn't that, me. That's your but, only reasoning but, but, to not put his name on the floor, then... Those are those are, and then some other people were were tweeting at me and tweeting at others, talking about. And I don't know if he actually said this. I think that you guys probably do. But then people are even saying, "Hey, remember when he called uh, Frank the great the great white devil or the big white devil or just whatever whatever was going back and forth." So there are just people that are going to hang on to those things forever, and and. I think if you were if you were around at that time and you were donating money at that time and you have a coach at that time that is trying to sue the university, a university that you've put your money yeah. into, I can I mean, I'd be pissed off as well. And that wouldn't be now. But I don't think that's a majority of people feel that oh, way. Oh no, right, right, right. Yeah. That's yeah. a handful I think, of people. I think I think that's why the court's being named after him because if there was the majority that felt that way, then the court wouldn't be named exactly. after him. Yeah. And I well it, I just don't think I think the people that have access to Steinmetz and Juracek and and top key administration at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville are the big who who the big donors, right? So they're in their ear. And if those there are, and some believe there are some of the air quotes old money that have been very vocal. I mean, they've got the ear of these people. Common fans like us, we got the ear of Steinmetz. But we you're saying now that Juracek. they now they did after but, Saturday. Because why would they care? I think it was pretty overwhelming. Well, again, if that's if that is true, and which I still have my doubts about, it, but if that's true, then that is a that is a huge red flag on Hunter Year checking the administration. You think? <laughs> Say what you want about Jeff Long, but another, Jeff Long had a pulse on that. He knew, I, knew what the fans were thinking. I, I I would disagree. He had a better feel for it. Didn't always respond. Didn't always give the fan base what they wanted. But I think he had a better feel for it. And but keep in mind, he was on the job ten years. Hunter Yurchek's been on the job fourteen months. You know, it was a year in December, fifteen months. I mean, you know, but how you long? You can't compare a guy that's had ten years under his belt. Well, let me ask you, Tom. How, guy with, how long did it take Jeff well, Long to honor Nolan Richardson in the '94 championship team? About a year. So if he figured it out in a year, Jeff Long. But again, that, that wasn't obvious. I mean, me and you could have figured that one out. That it, that was a way so overdue. What's the it should have been done. Well, well, so but, what's the difference? But now, now the only thing about that is you're talking about whenever he brought them back yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The only thing about that is is like is like that's not permanent. Yeah, there's there's a big difference in. I know, but he understood the importance of bringing them back, and why, how important well, yeah, it was to a, mend the ties. It's the only national championship you have in your. Program, I understand. And it hadn't been honored in 15 so, years so, at all, not one time. So what's the difference between that and well, knowing the well, honor I mean, and knowing well, what he's accomplished on, and naming the court okay, after? Okay, so Jeff was here for 10 years and he had and he had a pulse. He and he did a lot of things. He didn't name the court after Nolan. Yeah. And yeah. he accomplished a lot of different things in the 10 years. So why yes. didn't he? That so he why was didn't he? Yeah. I'm telling you, there's there's somebody there's like some person behind the curtains that's no one knows about that's there's gonna there has to be some reason i will say this i will say this too there is a big misconception 
from the fans on how this booster thing works, and there's a big misconception from the fans on how much they think certain boosters give, and and we're all or we're all or they're all way off base. It does not work like if I'm if I'm this big booster, I'm just picking up the phone and I'm calling I'm calling the athletic director and saying, hey, don't you honor. Nolan Richardson, or I'm picking up the phone and I'm saying, hey, you better put his name on the court like right now. That's not how those things work. And they're not in touch with like the athletic department the way we would like to think and the way we think. And they're like, there are some of them saying, hey, fire Mike Anderson right now, or hey, don't fire Mike Anderson right now. And the athletic director is trying to wait. Well, Nick Mason gives 500000 a year, and Mr. Tyson over here gives $2 million a year. So they're both on opposite sides. It just it doesn't happen like that. Everyone it doesn't just, go down. Hey, like everyone that. just hopes. And- that Jerry Jones just runs the athletic department yeah. from behind closed doors. That's Definitely what, doesn't go that's what they're hoping for. It. Subscribe to hit that line on iTunes. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Give is to Alex Collins straight up the middle. And Collins on the run. They won't catch him. Alex Collins is going to take it all the way to the house. Touchdown, Arkansas. 80 yards. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome in Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Talk a little recruiting with us. Good morning, Richard. How's it going, man? Going well, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. There was a lot of things going on since the last time we were able to catch up with you. So I want to start with the big news that happened this past week. Nick Starkle, the quarterback from Texas A&M, transferring to Arkansas, will be a grad transfer, has two years of eligibility left. It was one thing to add Ben Hicks, but then you add somebody with SEC experience like Nick Starkle that's going to be do nothing but really help the quarterback room. What do you make of Nick Starkle, his game, and what type of player can he be for Chad Morrison in this system? Well, you said it. I mean, he started. Uh, he started in, in the SEC. He's, he's got experience of, uh, and and had quite a bit of success, especially his fresh uh, redshirt freshman year. He, he he had a pretty good uh, season uh, then, and uh, was very effective. And he gives you a little bit more maturity, obviously, like Ben Hicks, a uh, guy that uh, has been there and done that. So you got two guys that have have uh, shown that they can uh, they can produce. At a high level, uh, you know, on the D1 level. Now, obviously, he's done it on the SEC level versus uh, Ben uh, at SMU, but still, uh, that gives you a little bit more confidence going into the into the uh, season. And uh, you know, you, you you're not necessarily having to rush the uh, you know the progress of of Connor Nolan or KJ Jefferson or, or any of the other quarterbacks. So. Uh, I think it gives you a lot of confidence going uh, going forward. And you mentioned KJ Jefferson, who's obviously going to be here. You know, I guess the in May or, or early June. But in, and with this new freshman rule, where you can play four games and in four games and and retain your redshirt status, and then you got these other two guys coming in that are new to the system. I think it's Richard going to be really interesting to see how they manage quarterbacks, not only through the rest of this spring, but August and then during the season. Um, do they are they going to have the liberty to play a guy like KJ Jefferson in four games this year? You know, I, I bet they do, just because I, I think he brings something that uh, maybe the other guys don't necessarily have. I mean, his ability to run. Uh, I think uh, they'll find some certain packages for certain situations for him, and uh, let him uh, you know show what he can do. And also, you know, in that type situation, you also you remember. Uh, Matt Jones, when he when he first started playing as a freshman, he ran, 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 and then against Auburn, he threw, 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 and then he's pretty successful. So, kind of gives you a, an element of a surprise, and you know it's going to come at some point. 
that he, he would throw. But uh, I, I just, I just, I just don't see him sitting on the pine uh, and not getting in at least, like you said, for for four games and see what he can do and uh, utilize his talents that maybe the other guys don't have. Well, Richard, just kind of forecasting a little bit. Obviously, Ben Hicks will have one year. Nick Stark will have two years. We'll see how it goes with K.J. Jefferson. And then you have Chandler Morris, or Chad Morris's son, who's still going to be in the mix. And a lot of Razorback fans are hoping that he comes to Arkansas. It just seems like for the foreseeable future, at least, the quarterback position, they at least have a plan in place of how it could go along. And that may be something that can excite some Razorback fans as far as in the next few years of having somebody behind or under center, however they're going to set it up where they can feel confident in his ability as well? Uh, anytime, anytime you talk about quarterbacks, I mean, that gets everybody excited because, let's face it, that's kind of like the pitcher in baseball. It's, <laughs> you know, it's, he's, he's the one that stirs the, stirs the drink. I mean, he's, you know, and one, thing that, one thing that I've noticed and one thing that we've noticed at the paper on Hawk Sports, anytime I write about a quarterback, he gets uh, he gets so many hits, so much more hits. That's the, that's the one position that uh, fans uh, want to read read about, and they get excited about more so just because of uh, you know how how involved the quarterback and how, how much of an impact he has on, on the game. So it's uh, it's yeah, it, it is. It gives you. I think it gives the fan base, and not not only the fan base. I think it gives the coaches a little bit more of a comfort going forward too. All right, this certainly is a recruiting story, but it's the biggest story of the day. And I, I saw you had some reaction on Twitter yesterday when the news came out that the U of A Board of Trustees is going to consider a proposal from Joseph Steinmetz to rename the court at Bud Walton Arena, Nolan Richardson Court. Just your thoughts and then thoughts around the timing of it. You just had the 25th anniversary celebration. This comes out just a few days afterwards. But finally, what seems to be the desire of the fan base is going to be at least uh, voted on by the board. Yeah, at least they got it right, you know. You know, it, 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 yeah, it's a little late. You would have liked to have done it, uh, you know, this season. It uh, doesn't look like uh, that's obviously obviously going to be able to happen. And Coach Richard, and you know, uh, hopefully he's still with us next year and be able to enjoy the, uh, uh, you know, being honored. And, and, and it's, it's long overdue. It really is. And, and I'm glad it's uh, finally getting done. And I, and I think, like I said, when I, I told you, I said, the vast, there's going to be, you're never going to have 100% uh, of the, the fan base or anybody, any, any kind of group being on board with, uh, you know, with anything. But I think the vast majority of the fan base is uh, definitely on board with this. And when I say vast majority, I think that 98, 97% probably are, are on board. Richard, give us a little update of what's going on on the recruiting side of things. I know that there's a lot of visits going on. You've had some interviews uh, with some possible recruits as well. Just give us the overall uh, status of the recruiting realm for the football side of things and what's going on in the next few weeks. Well, football side is probably going to be one of the busiest weekends I've ever had in my profession. Arkansas is going to have about 50 to 70 kids on campus, and all of them, for the most part, most of them have Power 5 offers, and a lot of them are major target so I, I, I I've never seen anything like it I mean last year in February uh, 23rd and 24th they, they did something very similar and I think that was when I was going okay this staff's a little different uh, and to be able to do it uh, do it again this year and having so many kids come in that are just top-notch prospects I mean they got they got kids from all over the country coming and one 
2021 uh, quarterback Aaron McLaughlin. He's a kid who's who's uh, an, an elite quarterback uh, from Georgia who's coming in. He's coming in for the second time he visited back in the summer. But, I mean, I could go on and on with the, the list of kids, but uh, it's very, very impressive, and it's going to be a very, very busy weekend for the coaching staff and the people in my profession. Richard Davenport of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Always appreciate it. Great stuff as always, Richard. Have a great weekend, man. We'll catch you with you next Thursday, all right? All right, guys. Take care. Your number one source of local news and information you need. Like the Bud Light Morning Rush podcast? Check out the Halftime Pod at hitthatline.com.